comrades, welcome to episode 5 of the new and improved Dying Scene Radio, coming to you from sunny Los Angeles. I'm still going to say it even though it's night every single time. It's been fucking warm lately though. It has. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Anarcho-Punk. With me as always in a quest to cover all things punk rock is my buddy Bob. Say howdy, Bob. Hello. I'm going back to it. The the fans have spoken and they like (laughs) the cowboy talk, so... Fuck the fans. <laughs> Whoa, that's the bread and butter. They pay the bills, <laughs> oh. so to say. So what's up, Bob? You look full of vigor this evening. Very. Full of vigor. Very fresh How and enthusiastic. So? Okay. I'm trying to hang in there, yeah. <laughs> a nice long day at work. Nice long day at work. Yeah. You made some, made some money. Added it's, to the national, so. uh, national economy. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah, thanks. You're a true cog in the system. Absolutely. On with the show. Uh, our intro song for this episode was brought to you by politically charged supergroup Great Collapse. That was Meltdown off of their new album, Neither Washington Nor Moscow Again. New album being 2018, right? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. One of the uh, earlier contenders. Well, usually when you don't have much of a say, list, it's, it's going to be one of the, the first one of the first contenders for album of the year. I can go ahead and say it definitely won't survive, but it is def- it, it's on the list right uh, now it, as it stands. It might, it might not. We'll see. I, I had no idea there was a super group. Oh, yeah. We were just talking about that. Yeah. Way, to, uh, way to keep up with stuff. <laughs> so who are they comprised of? Uh, let's see. The band includes members of Strike Anywhere, Rise Against, Death by Stereo, and Set Your Goals. Interesting. There you go. I got the facts. I knew... See, I'm learning. You're going to ask me questions, so I have to be prepared. I, I always ask. Keeping me on my toes. Uh, so, what you been up to? I don't. I haven't seen you in a little bit. Any shows lately? I, You've just been working. Yeah, I don't know that I've been to any shows lately. Um, I'm trying to think. I have absolutely no idea, man. Nothing. Shows you some... are fucking lame. Yeah, I Let's know. see. I haven't even really been to that much. I just said you were lame, but I did yeah. go to a cool uh, backyard show a couple weeks ago. Was that the one I was at? We did go to a show. No, no. That was for something totally different. We'll get to that later. But we did go to a show. Okay, we We went to a show like two weeks ago. Okay, all right. technically. There you go. (laughs) You've gotten your street cred back. What was the backyard show you went to? Uh, Let's see. It was at my buddy's house, Popper, uh, in Highland Park. All right. Uh, Chris Fox, John Underwood, a couple other folk dude, punk bands. I saw that. Yeah. Really Tommy cool Danko show. is uh, a dude that uh, mm-hmm. I yep. used to uh, used to hang out in the AV scene. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool guy. Yeah. The music was Did he awesome. play? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I didn't even get any pictures because I was hanging out with Chris at the time and I felt bad because then I was like, oh man, I didn't get any pictures, but That's loved right. his set. He was I will, incredible. Uh, I'll hit him up, see if we can't get some music played on here. Definitely. Fuck yeah. yeah. Um, look, we got a long show this episode. Let's we, get to let's it. Let's not shoot the shit. Let's no. move this shit along. Let's do it. Um, let's get off. Uh, also, by the way, what? I realized you didn't fucking invite me to that show. I'm a little bit upset. Well, I mean, there's boundaries, Bob. All right. Whatever. Do you think any, you think it had to do with the fact that last time we were together, you tried to make out with me? No. Well, keep trying, though. I didn't mind it. All right. Keep it moving. Uh, let's start it off with a block of music. This one is Boss Man Dave's solid gold lock of the episode, I think we're going to call it. I don't know. Uh, this is Dreadnoughts with Back Home in Bristol. Hit it, Bob. Bless me, Father, I have sinned. Bless me if you may. By the power of Jesus Christ, you come to me this day. I am just a middle farmer's boy. Jim Wilson is my name. And I've been out hard when the devil runs. And I'm never going Ah, but all I can see were 
Deliver me a little song And a final taste of rum And tell the bars who shoot me down Just where will Jimmy's from Well I wish I were back home in Bristol again A raisin in a cider with West Country men Rolling in the arms of the fair king Back home in Bristol again Back home in Bristol was from the 2017 album Foreign Skies, The Dreadnoughts with Back Home in Bristol. Fun fact, I don't know, the Dreadnoughts aren't very well known, but they had a really cool polka punk album a few years back. What do you think about that? Accordion and everything. I'm going to have to check that out. I, well, I want to see video of the accordion <laughs> player because you know he was all jacked up right? after. His muscles were probably all <laughs> pumped up. Uh, but yeah, spectacular music. Dave, uh, Boss Man Dave sent that one in and said that one. Uh, he overlooked on his list of albums for 2017. So definitely check out the rest of that album. Next up, we got Street Punk from Across the Pond. This is Barracks with Last One, Call. Two, three, four.
That was Last Call from the Barracks. I'm actually friends with those guys, uh, at least virtually on Facebook. And uh, the bassist, Mark, told me that the album that that's from, it's actually an EP called Lost and Found. Uh, they named it that because it's from two older recording sessions. And the guy that they got to do it nice. the first time didn't do a great job. So they went back and found the masters and had a friend do it. And they put everything back together and released an EP. Very really cool, cool shit. Yeah. Uh, Great job, Mark. Keep up the good work. You can't go wrong with UK street punk, right? Right. That's what it's all about. Next up, hopelessly mediocre from Rats in the Walls. Smash that shit. Cal Hardcore Group, Rats in the Wall, from the new EP Warbound, that was hopelessly mediocre. You know, a lot of people talk about there being members of Leftover Crack in the yeah. band, but man, those lead vocals are fucking brutal. Right? I don't care who else is in the band. <laughs> Give me more of the lead vocals on that. She can really belt them out. Fucking onslaught. Excellent job, and I can't wait to hear more from these guys. Every EP that they put out. Every actually, I guess they put out an LP too, uh, a couple albums back. Yeah. Uh, really good, really energetic. Love those guys. Uh, so check out the new EP, Warbound. I think we're streaming it over on the mothership. If not, I've lured you into a scam for clicks, <laughs> if nothing else. How about that? I think we just made some money for the boss man. Click it, click it. Hey, Bob, want to do some fucking news? Let's do some news. Don't say do some news. That sounds Do some news. <laughs> You're so fucking weird. <laughs> Attention, pop punk fans, Philly phenoms, the Wonder Years. Moved all my shit to my parents' basement and down to my Wonder Years have announced a new EP titled Sister Cities due out right. later this spring. Nice. Bob, we were talking about them earlier. You like the Wonder Years. Yeah, I was into the album The Greatest Generation. Um, I don't know, they had a few good albums that came out a few years ago. I haven't kept up with them as of lately. Um, I kind of fell out of 
out of that scene or that type of music. I mean, not that I don't listen to it, but you know, just kind of stop following it. But they're a great band. I'd be excited to listen to uh, what they're going to come out with. Are they streaming any new songs yet or what? Uh, yeah, that was the next point. They actually <laughs> released a <laughs> teaser video uh, for one of the songs off of the album. And we've got that, of course, streaming over at the Mothership. Um, teasers, I don't know. Teasers, I don't really like but I mean, I'll check it out. I don't care. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. That's coming out in April. If I'm listening to pop punk, that's in kind of that little compartment that we put that in. Uh, the Wonder Years are usually one of the bands that I'm listening to. You can find them on yeah. my pop punk playlist. <laughs> so earlier we played a song uh, from Grand Collapse. Uh, now we have some news about another super group that's really making a lot of headlines lately, in, in, at least in our scene. I don't think I've seen them on CNN. Okay. Not well, yet. Who is it? <laughs> to the well, point. Are you on the edge of your seat, Bob? <laughs> you seem really eager. Uh, a vulture wake. This is only a test. All I'm feeling is fear. A vulture wake. So the band consists of members of Good Riddance, Lagwagon, All, and Authority Zero. Wow. Um, they have All a right. new album out. Uh, awesome name. The appropriate level of outrage. <laughs> I don't know if there's ever an appropriate level of outrage. I'm always striving well, for more. It needs to be at least moderate. If it's less than that, it's not appropriate. Well, yeah. No, it's certainly nothing worth singing about. Yes. Uh, but yeah, rad album name. Uh, and the album kind of came out of nowhere. And I don't know. It seems kind of like that's a trend with some of these super groups. Absolutely. Do you think it's, you know, because they don't have much time and it's just, you know, they get together and say, hey, let's record something. I would imagine, yeah. Because I was thinking maybe I was just uber lame. No, no, no. I would imagine bands like this have zero time to get together, and when all of a sudden their tour schedules line up and they can get together and record a fucking album. Bang it out. You do it and you don't tell anybody about it. Thanks, Bob. Yeah. That really raised my self-esteem. I was really thinking, man, I'm just, I'm really out of the loop. I'm old. (laughs) You're good. Missing things. So I have been endorsed by Bob like that. I didn't endorse you at all. Uh, You heard it here first, folks. Bob has endorsed my pop culture knowledge Uh, Um, but yeah I've seen a ton of people talking about this new album on social media so I I, of course I checked it out Uh, really good technically sound music so is this another uh, 2018 release it is alright it's currently living on the list I'm telling you this is the way you do a list people uh, at Dying Scene were talking about well you know is there a list of all the albums that came out no fools you gotta (laughs) keep the list (laughs) I started making a list yeah yeah. and you, you know this stuff early in the year January, yep. February may not make the list, but yep. put it on there. I am. And I already know shit that I'm like, this is going to stay. I yeah. like this. It's definitely going to live yeah. there for a while. Yeah. Got a whole year. All right. Next up, Detroit Ska Punks, the Suicide Machines. I can't wait to tell you all about it. All I can't wait to tell you about it. Suicide Machines. They're working on some new music. This was one of the uh, happiest stories of the week <laughs> for me. I really like those guys. Uh, old school kind of ska that's yeah. been around forever. Kind of yep. falls into your wheelhouse a little bit, too. Yeah. Right? You know, I was never huge into them uh, when you know I was younger and they were really popular. But as I've gotten older, I appreciate them a lot more. And I have them in my mixes. Um, so I actually kind of feel like I, I missed out on them. And I uh, sold myself short a little bit by not fucking getting them in, into them when I was younger. I, I've seen them live and I was just like, yeah, whatever. Not too into these guys. And now I'm like, dude, they're on the suicide machines. They're fucking oh. cool. So. And now you can perfect opportunity to get back into them, right? You can go back and um, binge listen <laughs> to their albums while we wait for the new one to come out. I think out. you just coined a term, 
binge listen. Yeah. yeah, it's a little awkward sounding, but uh, yeah. So the ska band's last album was way back in 2005. War profiteering is wow. killing us all, which was released uh, over with our really good friends at Side One Dummy. Um, so we'll try and keep you updated on that new music. I know when the album comes out, we'll definitely play some music on yeah. it because I love Suicide yep. Machines. Um, and I think. I might be mistaken. I, I was high a lot back in the days, but I think one of my ex-girlfriends had sex with a bassist. Nice. So fun fact. I, I'm a bassist. Oh. Yeah, yeah well, you're an ugly one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, old person punk news. Face to face. Face to Face has a new acoustic album coming out with all new music on it. Okay. I'm really stoked for that as an old guy that listens to punk music. I wonder why they did a whole new album with uh, just making it acoustic. I wonder why not make it fall. Or maybe that's something they're going to do later. This is all, uh, it's kind of a trend that I've found with some of these older bands that are starting to branch out and do more acoustic stuff. And I don't think this is going to be solo, but obviously not everybody's going to be there if it's an acoustic set. Um, so really excited to see it and hear it. Um, there's actually going to be one special performance with Lucero and Frank Turner at Red Rocks in Denver. Nice. Well, and you know what? Maybe, I mean, there's still drums and stuff in there because I guess. Frank Turner... Manly used to be brothers Superheroes and warriors Frank Turner has drums in a lot of his shit, and it's acoustic. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, And like I said, it's going to be one performance in Denver. I'm going to see if I can't swing some favors and try and get out to that show. Nice. Never been to a show at Red Rocks. Hey, uh, this is not on the list at all, but didn't Frank Turner come out with like a new album or some new songs or something? Some shit like that. Yeah. I think there's something coming out later. I think he's working on stuff. Yeah. I must have heard a new song then because I got, you know, my release radar for uh, Spotify and I swear I heard some Frank Turner on there. Most likely. I think we had a story last week or, or episode before this, uh, we're Not just releasing some new music. Okay, cool. Well, I think it's coming out there, guys, so look out for that. Definitely. And again, there's going to be tours. I know at least the one that they announced, uh, the August date, so yeah. I'm sure it will center around the release of the album. Awesome. All right. NorCal Punk, Dead to Me. Dead to Me released a new music video for a brand new song. You love that when they just say, hey, here's a video out of nowhere and it's for a new song. Yeah. Uh, Fear is the New Bliss is the name of the song and uh, it's a sneak peek from the band's up and coming fourth album, which they currently recording right now. Uh, the NorCal Natives also announced some tour dates, which will mo- most likely be passed by the time you're hearing this. Probably, because you know me. Well, I didn't. I didn't say it. You said it. Um, but yeah, definitely check that out. We've got all the dates up. Um, and Dead to Me is an incredible band. I yeah. love those guys. Have you heard them yet? Uh, I have not. Get on that. Um, perfect time to catch them too. New albums everywhere. There's so many new albums coming out lately. Yeah. War on Women. Women announced one. We haven't even put the story up on the, the site yet. But I was scrolling through my news feed today. They were uh, 
couple other bands. Really good year for music. Right? I think we're going to have a packed list next year. Absolutely. It's going to be hard cutting it down. Uh, news of the month for me. I don't know if, if for anybody else, but uh, to celebrate their 19th year, the Lawrence Arms. Leveling, groveling, groveling, groan. Exude my exhaustion, can I not on my The Lawrence Arms have announced a best of album with unreleased tracks, and I'm sure some that, of course, were released before. Sweet. Um, rather than just smattering a commercial successful singles kind of in there, that the band attempted to capture their evolution throughout their career. Uh, Brandon Kelly said of the 29 song track listing, I think you have to have hits to make a greatest hits, of which, frankly, <laughs> there are none. <laughs> Gotta love it. Hey, Brandon, man. Brandon Kelly's really good. They've got some super catchy songs. They do. And he's sarcastic and silly as shit, which is why I love him. Uh, I think I, we talked about it on another episode. He actually runs um, the Nihilist Arby's Twitter page, is it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's Brandon Kelly. Yeah. Um, so the Windy City Punks also announced a tour in support of the album. Head over to the Mothership for more details. All right. Probably the coolest story for me over the last week. Um, our good buddy, the handsome Jay Stone, one of my, well, I, actually, I guess he's my second favorite DS staffer. Uh, we'll keep number one a mystery. It's me. Oh, I, uh, I thought he, it was going to be me. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> I don't even know what staffer means or if I fit into that category. You don't at oh. all. No. Oh. You're the bum that we let in off the street. Oh. The door was open. You walked in. We let you stay. You kept me, though. <laughs> Begrudgingly. <laughs> so our buddy Jay uh, actually did a story uh, on the 10-year anniversary of Build and Burn by the Loved Ones. Me Angel, can we dance on the edge of this? The Loved Ones, nice. uh, fantastic write-up, um, has a two-part story called The Build and the Burn, which is kind of a, a, a how the band came up with the, the concept of the album. Not that it's a concept album, but uh, they describe kind of the, the emotions behind it and, and what inspired the album. Sure. And then the second part of it was a track-by-track -track breakdown by the band and kind of what their thoughts were on the recording of it and the, the structure of the songs. Really cool stuff. Uh, very comprehensive uh, dissection of the album, uh, writing process and everything like that. You're a lot more musically inclined to your brain is kind of already wired for that um but somebody like me knows nothing about it it was great i was gonna say i think that might be a process that's more um more interesting for someone who's not familiar with it i feel like i've listened to a few of those like track breakdowns and things like that before and this uh it doesn't catch me it's not appealing to me but then again i have the attention span of a wet sponge um and you get the looks of a wet sponge as well well yeah i uh there that. is that. <laughs> well, fuck Bob's opinion. I thought it was incredible stuff. Uh, in other decade-related news, you like that? Decade-related news? Is yeah, that a thing? I don't even know what that means. I don't know. Uh, the Gaslight Anthem. The Gaslight Anthem is planning a tour in celebration of the 10-year anniversary oh, of the 59 sound. It. You get I it now? Get it. Nah. Decade-related I had news. to continue the headline for you yeah. to actually 
get the hook. Oh. Well, good. Right. I'm glad that you got it. I was a little bit worried. You're slow, but if you got it, everybody else will certainly get it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the 59 sound. Really classic album. Uh, genre defining, I may say. You might. I always like that. I always, whenever I hear it, I think Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> and I'm sure everybody else does. But I grew up listening to Bruce Springsteen. My house was definitely... Uh, the boss's house, <laughs> you may say. Uh, so, very cool album, um, and a lot of bands doing this 10-year anniversary thing lately. Yeah. I think we talked about that before, too. Yeah, we mentioned mi- mixed feelings on it. Yeah, yep. I'm going. <laughs> Are you? I am. Excellent. Uh, in related news, Brian Fallon is streaming another song off of his upcoming solo album, Sleepwalkers. Brian Fallon fan? Yep. Of course. Yeah. Who is it? Uh, the track is called My Name is the Night, parenthesis, Color Me Black. I always hate the songs with parentheses. When you got to say it, you know, it makes it a little awkward, cumbersome. Yeah. You might say. But I mean, should I say the might, parentheses? There might or? be some double meaning to it. I don't know. So, My Name is the Night, parentheses, Color Me Black. Uh, in support of the upcoming album, Mr. Fallon will be touring the U.S. and the U.K., Check out DyingScene.com for a full list of dates and stops. I'm sure he's stopping through LA. He has to. I haven't even checked. I, I always tell everybody to check and then I don't. Yeah. Sometimes people don't come to the West Coast. I don't understand that. But you know. yeah, Especially, I guess, if you're tying it in with a UK tour. You're yeah. right. Why do you got to be such a buzzkill? I'm just thinking about bands that release shit and then I go look for them and then I'm just like, what the fuck? They're not coming to Los Angeles. LA is hard to book. Yeah. So I guess. I can't blame them. We don't draw the greatest crowds. No. Sometimes we do, but other times you guys are fucking hanging out at home doing Lord knows what. Get out of the house, people. Seriously. Support your local scene. Seriously. And finally, Spanish power pop punk act K7 released two new songs from the upcoming full length Take One. And I hadn't heard of this band before. I know Bob hadn't heard of the band before. Nope. Um, But this one's really got an incredible sound to it. Um, I've seen a lot of people talking about these guys too, just kind of out of nowhere. It was another one of those albums that, you know, you weren't expecting at all. It just kind of pops up, starts getting a little bit of buzz. Uh, the news guy that wrote it said it's added foreign flair to a pop punk sound of Reliant K or screeching weasel. Interesting. And I think that that sums it up pretty well <laughs> enough to certainly, uh, plagiarize this writer. <laughs> <laughs> I have no original thoughts of my own. When I think of Reliant K, I don't think Screeching Weasel, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm yeah. with you. Yeah, we'll check it out. But and I can we will s- see uh, the Screeching Weasel part of it. I can certainly dig. Okay, uh, and the guy's got a little bit of an accent, which I think is cool. I always yeah. love hearing a little bit of, of flair on on a song. You know what? Fuck it. It, it doesn't do it any justice. Let's just play it. What do you think of that? All right, let's do it. This is Running Back to You from K7. Spin it, Bob.
Day 7 with Running Back to You. They're headed out on tour. Uh, Spain and Italy, I believe, so there's no chance of us catching them. But we certainly have uh, listeners that are in the area. And I think you should get out and check them out. Yeah. I don't actually know if that's true. But if there are listeners out there. There certainly are. Certainly are. I can guarantee it. Let us know. How about that? If you're a listener in Spain or Italy, Europe, how about anywhere in Europe? You let us know. What is your guarantee worth exactly? (laughs) Uh, About the paper it's written on. And I didn't even write anything. So that should tell you. Nothing. It's worth nothing. (laughs) Uh, Next up, Melbourne, Australia's diploma. This one is Lorelei. Diploma, another one from uh, the land down under. Is that right. the second one this episode? I think uh, it's the first. Repre- uh, I don't know. We're representing the worldwide. <laughs> what do you think of that one, Bob? Catchy as shit. Yeah, they had some uh, pretty ripping lead guitar in that one. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Shredders, shredders. All right, let's head back across the the pond. Uh, trivial dispute. 
This one is Memory Years. Birmingham, UK's Trivial Dispute with Memory Years. You know how that one made the list? I have no idea. How did that make the list? They sent me an awesome t-shirt. Bribery <laughs> gets you everywhere, guys. What did I get? Uh, you get to play the song and listen to it while you edit. Oh. How about that? All right. I call next year if that comes to us. <laughs> you guys do not send him swag. This is for me. I am all about it. I'm the one that makes the, the outlines. I'm the one who <laughs> edits the shit. I could just edit your band right out of this. Oh, threats will get you everywhere. <laughs> Next shirt goes to Bob. If you don't fucking send me something right now, none of you bands are going to be in this shit wow. ever again. This show just took a turn for the worse. Start sending Bob some shirts so he chills out. He could use new clothes anyway. <laughs> All right, on with the show. Next up, Baron Bandini. This one is Carnival. Oh, 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 
right, we're here at, uh, where are we? We're at Alex's Bar down in Long Beach, California. We're here with Hunter, Tristan, Alex, and Brian of Santa Rosa, California's Decent Criminal. Uh, the quartet just signed with Dodgeball Records for the release of their newest album, Bloom, which was released, what, mid-October, thereabouts? Um, they agreed to uh, sit, some, sit down with us, take some time, answer some stupid fucking questions. We appreciate it, boys. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks for having us. So I said you guys yeah. were from Santa Rosa, but what you guys are, are, are a few of you are down here in Long Beach, right? No, Who's down scattered. here? We're scattered now. I live in Long Beach with Hunter. Uh, and Brian lives in Huntington Beach. And I live uh, in Oakland. Oh, right, bro. So we nobody's from Santa Rosa. So, so, no, we're from <laughs> we, all, we all move. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who are the brothers in the band? Look at them. You guys. Uh, uh, <laughs> which one's older? I have absolutely no idea. Try to guess. You? <laughs> I think that might be a bad sign. So the audience knows they guessed wrong. (laughs) (laughs) We always guess wrong. Look at that guy's shirt. Hey, so yeah, so you guys are up from up north originally, but now you're kind of transplanted down here. Talk to us a little bit about the difference in scenes, because obviously, you know, the SoCal scene, North Cal, Northern California scenes are pretty different. Explain it to us. What do you guys see different? What's what do you like up north? What what don't you like down here? Uh, I like the flashy sound of it. I like <laughs> the the hardcore punk bands still thrive in Northern California. Okay, I like to say that I appreciate that. And uh, down here is not as many people in the same bands. Up there is like everyone's in the same fuck. Er, everyone's in each other's bands. Very ancestral. Yeah. Yeah, so. so who are some of the better uh, hardcore bands up north? Acrylics. Uh, Acrylics. <laughs> uh, M Section. Um, shoot. Put them up. Put them on the spot. Who else? Who else we do here? I said resilience, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you guys, uh, is was anybody affected by the fires up there? I know you guys did uh, part of the benefit album from, you know, the obviously making a little bit of charity for the guys up there that affected by the fire. Where was anybody here affected by? Friends. Uh, not just a lot. Of, like close friends or yeah. 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 It was about like a mile and a half from my uh, my mom's house. All the, the original the big fire. And yeah, what was the name of the, the compilation album again? I totally whiffed on that. For Santa Rosa. Okay. Yeah. So everybody keep Chris, an eye out for that. Chris put it together. Yeah. It's great. Got a really quick response from a lot of bands that wanted to help out. A lot of great bands. Yeah, yeah, that was a beefy comp too, wasn't it? It's like yeah. 30, 40 songs on it. Yeah. Something sure. like that. So definitely check that out. Um, really good cause, really good music. Uh, so you guys toured over the summer. Now you're back touring again <laughs> here in the winter. Um, did you guys miss the road at all? Yeah. Always. <laughs> I hate not being on the road. It's probably the worst thing ever. <laughs> you get a little like uh, road road sick. Is that what it is? <laughs> if you're not, if you're at home, you got to be road sick, I think right? I just feel most productive when we're playing shows like that. Yeah. Yeah. I could definitely see that. Especially after putting out a record. I wanted to get as yeah. much as possible. I mean, yeah. you guys just put out a record last year as well. So you guys yeah. have been really busy. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to keep that going. Trying to do a record a year kind of thing. Okay, nice. Yeah. Where do you guys find the time to write then when you're on the road so much? It's yeah. These guys are We're always on the road riding. that much. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We're not on the road. Uh, I don't know. Now it's kind of like three of us are like the other. Yeah. Yeah. Eleven months of the year. Well, that's good. You guys got like at least spread the wealth a little bit. Yeah. All right, three of these right, guys write right, songs, right. so we kind of get in the studio and go over it together, hash it all out. And you guys just played Fest, right? A couple months ago? Yeah. Was that the first time down there? Yeah. First time in Gainesville. <laughs> Was it yeah. badass? I still haven't been, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it sounds like there might be a story right. there. Let's, Let's dig a little deeper on that. What was the best thing about Fest? What have you heard? 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, we had a great time. That's yeah, sure. there was a lot of great bands there. It was awesome. Our set didn't go that well, so that's what we're laughing about. No, our set was fun. It was, it was fine. Yeah, we just <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah, what it was happened? phenomenal. We, we, we had a small it. hiccup. It just got wild, oh, man. Well, the thing is, no, no, no. <laughs> we just smoked a little crack Drugs or like, no, or no, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so don't fuck around. We had a little extra fun. Nice. Well, yeah, hey, it's, it's your first time down at Fest in Florida. You got to go a little nuts, right? Yeah. yeah. I hope we get invited back. Sick. I'm not sure. But <laughs> we'll see what's up. I'm sure you will be. It was a great time. Uh, the next question was actually sent in by our good friend, Chris Fox. Yeah. Uh, I told him I was interviewing you guys because I know you guys are tight. Uh, and he wanted to know, um, Alex, you uh, play in Toy guitar uh hunter you play in dwarves sometimes uh, how's it like balancing how's it like balancing the schedules uh you know juggling different bands and tour schedules and recording and things like that um for me it's like dwarves doesn't do more than like a week at a time kind of thing so it's uh <laughs> why don't you ask chris dude why are you asking dude yeah <laughs> you know. yeah, yeah it's, it's uh yeah, it's not not too hard for me, and it's pretty it's planned out, well ahead. That's yeah. a good thing about working with a bunch of old dudes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. Weekends here, a week there, you know. Because uh, <laughs> I was chair. <laughs> Tristan, in an interview, because I do research for these things, I was reading an interview, and you said that the lyrics that you write are usually the product of exhaustingly overanalyzing any area of interest psychologically. <laughs> Yeah. The fuck oh, does that mean? Yeah, it's <laughs> a hard time relaxing. Uh, you know, that much. Yeah, I think these guys know me pretty well. Uh, just overanalyzing and just, um, I don't know, usually end up, comes on your creative process. Is it one of those, because I've been... Uh, oh, it could be anxiety, it could be like... What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I, that's what I said. It was a really good line, but I didn't understand oh, it shit. at all. I, and it kind of reminded me sometimes, you know, people say, well, are you a perfectionist or are you just indecisive? Uh, Is it kind of something like that where you're just always yeah. thinking about how to make things perfect? Or do you think it's just indecisiveness? I don't know. It's hard to, let me try to get this together. <laughs> We're going oh deep. God. We're going deep. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. Just a fucking overdrive in your brain. I don't know. I don't know. It's a trip. <laughs> it's a trip. It's a it's fucking trip. Moral of the story. I think I tried to word it. I can word things better when it's written down. Yeah, I was going to say. He's it's, always thinking. He's always, he's always counting. He's always thinking. He's always doing something. You know what I mean? He's a thinker. Well, that's good. There's, that, a, lot that's, going, there's a lot going on up there. It's fascinating. That's definitely the one that you want writing the lyrics, though. The brains are always working. Are you thinking more about the future or the past when you get stuck in your head? Um, I don't know. It's all, it's all, it's all together, right? You think about it all. Yeah. Uh, so you guys are inspired by a, a pretty broad spectrum of different genres. Uh, you know, and, and especially on the new album. You know, it's not all just punk. Uh, I heard. I could have sworn I heard some Beatles riffs in there, maybe on, on Cold, it seemed like, you know, or at least kind of inspired by it and, and reminiscent of it. Yeah. Uh, what are some other bands outside of the punk genre that you guys kind of draw influence from? Uh, Pixies, Moth the Hoople, T-Rex. Moth the Hoople. What else? What else we got, boys? Well, there's Nirvana, right? Yeah, Beatles for sure. Yeah. You said that. Yeah, I'm piggybacking off Beatles. Like, <laughs> we're, we're really into Dr. Dog. Dr. Dog. Yeah. They're 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 kind of ripping ripping from the Beatles a lot. We like that. Yeah. Uh, specials. But we don't have any ska stuff. Huh? No. Uh, you used to. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys got to get on the ska song. Who, who do oh, you we like? do? Alex? I don't know what I listen to. We do like a lot of like '60s, like early '60s, oh, like doo-wop type of shit too. I think that comes out a little bit. Right? Yeah, I think so too. 
Uh, and so you guys actually, uh, it seems like on this newer album, you actually went a little bit more into the punk realm as opposed to the last one, which was a little more surf punk, a little bit easier going. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of different than what you see from a lot of bands, you know? Let him up. Dude, that was so sick. He's got he's Fuck got a yeah. big dick. Um, came from AutoZone? <laughs> yeah, 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 right, <laughs> right. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, I, I don't even remember where I was going with this. No, you're but right, it, you're it seems like it's the opposite. You know, sometimes bands will start out a little bit more in punk and, and generally, you know, slow it down a little bit. Get a bit be softer. Be a little bit more softer, surfy kind of sound. I don't think it's intentional. I think we're just writing songs that are coming out. This one was out. more punk? That's how they're coming out. Yeah, it just, it sounded like you got a little harder. From from the self-titled album I to this one, rocking. I think neurotic and deviant for sure are the heavier ones on this yeah. record. The next one's gonna be softer again. <laughs> you just go back and forth. It's not gonna be like it's not like it's gonna be surfy. I don't think. It's no, it's different. not. It's gonna be soft, but not surfy. <laughs> I think it's gonna be mellow, but not smooth. I, don't, <laughs> I think we're not like. I think we're subconsciously making things different, but not you know. Whatever comes out, just happens. Just happens. Comes yeah. Out. yeah, but it's, I think it's cool to have a little variety between every record. No, I do Absolutely. too. Yeah. yeah, and it, it kind of keeps you. You know, Pennywise is coming out with a new album. I already know what it's going to sound like. Yeah, it's going to sound like. I like not knowing. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I bet you we'll 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 revisit it after the album is released. Um, okay, so listen, uh, th that was pretty much all that we have for questions. Uh, we always like to round things out with some rapid fire, stupid fucking questions that have nothing to do with anything. Uh, let's just do them around Robin here. Sure. All right. Um, let's see. What's the first punk show you ever went to? Bracket mm. MXPX. There you go. Okay. Yes. Good answer. Kind of, kind of went out of out of order there. Well, you, you don't, don't like following he rules, do you? Much. He was. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> no, I feel like you were picking up the slack. <laughs> what? Uh, what's your favorite road snack? Uh, Pringles. Fucking, yeah, once flavor. You, once you pop. Salt and vinegar. Nice. Good choice. I had barbecue the other day and I was fucking pissed. Like, I don't know why I chose it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Instant regret. Sour Patch Kids right here, baby. Nice. Yeah. yeah. What is the first song you ever learned to play? Uh, Nirvana, Smell Like Teen Spirit. <laughs> no. Nirvana, Come As You Are. Yeah, mine was nice. uh, Santa Monica, Everclear. Yeah. All right. Uh, who would play you in a movie? Uh, I got it. Shave <laughs> uh, your stash. Yeah. Uh, I, got, I got Jason Biggs the other day. <laughs> Fair enough. I like that one. That one fits. Uh, if you could play any non-traditional musical instrument, what would it be? Mm, saxophone? Oh. Okay. I still, think the, I still think the best answer I got on that was the theremin. Uh, what was the last non-punk album you bought? Oh, man. Fuck. Uh, I think I rebought Last Splash. Fucking, okay. uh... Is that the Breeders? Breeders. Wow. Nice. Okay. Uh, what is your go-to karaoke song when you go to karaoke? <laughs> uh, this Must Be The Place. What is that? This must be the place. Who's that That's by? That's in parentheses, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to research that. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. Last, qu last question. And this one is actually my favorite. If Decent Criminal criminal was going to have a mascot, what would the mascot be? The mascot would be... Wait, what is it? We already have one. Yeah, we, got there we, one got, we got a mascot already. Have you seen our video? Oh, the the, the big the, thing? The guy on the bike. Yeah, the chut. Okay. He's our mascot. And what's it called? A he's, he's, he's a, a chut. Mascot. Okay. 
We haven't bought that from him though. There we are. Oh, yeah, we <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> buy what? Fuck yeah. Buy the right. He's gonna be pissed. He's gonna be pissed. Yeah, it's not ours, but we like it. Well, excellent. Yeah. We like that guy. You guys did. I give you a seven out of eight on the eight rapid fire questions, cool. which is admirable. Cool. It's not a hundred percent. I expected a little better from Northern California boys. Watch our show. But, <laughs> but actually, that's a good recommendation. Yeah, baby. Man, AutoZone is hopping tonight. Uh, so we're gonna try and dodge these trucks that are doing donuts in the parking lot. We're gonna go in and listen to some fucking music. We really appreciate you guys taking some time with us. Yeah, man. Thank, thank you. And we. Uh, thank you. We hope to hear from you again. Thanks, Chris Fox. Thanks, Chris Fox. was Melt by Decent Criminal from the 2017 album Bloom, which made Bob and I's list of the year. Mm-hmm. Both of ours. In a strange coincidence. Yeah, yeah. We actually I had it, it higher up on the list, so if you're going to send us a t-shirt, send it to me. <laughs> you are such a whore. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, 
What do you think? We, that was a fun interview, man. Those guys are really cool. It was a fun interview, and it was fun to go see them uh, down at Alex's Bar in Long Beach. Um, and it was fun making fun of the uh, doucher peeling out in the parking <laughs> lot on multiple occasions. Uh, you yeah. got to love it down there. Yeah. LBC. Yeah. Uh, who else played that night? Flatliners. Oh, Spanish love songs. Spanish love songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget who else. There was a couple of bands that night. Really cool show. I love Alex's. Show. The layout of that place is fucking perfect, especially yeah. if you're trying to shoot it, which I was that night. Wish I would have got to do the mustard plug interview. Eh. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, you really, you kind of sold everybody out on that. Hey, man, I didn't get the fucking confirmation till the day of. Hey, all I'm hearing is excuses, but if that's what it I've takes, I've got plenty more where those came from. I'm sure you do. <laughs> How about uh, thanks, Jay, for getting that set up. Hey, he did. He definitely, and he hit us up early in the he day. Did. So, he did. Uh, fucking work. I'm we got to get up. rid of these day jobs. Anybody want to pay us to do this? Anybody? Bueller. It won't take much. All right, let's move on to some more music. Uh, this one is Bob's Solid Gold Lock of the Episode. How about that? All right. We don't do those often. I didn't know I had one. Uh, well, I didn't either, but you called and demanded. I picked a few, but I mean... I this... got a text mid- midweek that said, have you heard <laughs> the Bennies? No? Well, if you don't, then it's on the episode and you're going to hear it. Very demanding. <laughs> I don't like the tone of your text. Hey man, this album uh, just came out. It's a 2018 album, and... Uh, um, I, I put it on and it was an instant hit for me. So it's going on. Uh, it's going on the podcast. It'll definitely be. Uh, yes. Yes, sir. By all <laughs> means, I will put it on back up. Pump the brakes. This one's off the album. Natural born chillers. It's called dream killers. If you've got a shirt, send it my way.
was the Bennies with Dream Killers from the new album Natural Born Chillers. Let's. Uh, that was awesome, right? Let's stay. It was. It was. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, party punk's always fun. Party punk, a little bit of ska, a little bit of horns throughout that album. Oh, everything in there. Yeah. There wasn't. There was some funky, like, organs. Or I was going to some... say, they got some interesting keys and electronic shit in there. And one of the first songs on the album, the the drums break down a little bit and they throw some effects on the drums. So it's, it's an awesome album. Check it out. Yeah. Really cool. And uh, another band from Down Under. That's what I was thinking earlier. I yeah. knew we had a lot lined up we, for this one. It's nothing but uh, foreign bands. This should be a special episode. Maybe. Let's call the it episode a special abroad. episode. Well, I don't think we kept the theme going throughout the entire All thing. Right, but well, Next time. How about um, we at least stay in Australia for the next band? How Sounds about that? Good. I'll a compromise with you. Sounds good. Uh, this one is Flangepanis with Happier Than You. I'm not as pretty as you. I don't have as much money. I don't own my own home. And I'm probably never going to be a sales executive or any kind of CEO. I'm struggling enough. You think girls are better on my own matter. Comrades, today we're here in the shadows of downtown Los Angeles for the premiere of uh, the Los Angeles, I guess, premiere of Shibby Pictures' new mini documentary, Baseball Punks, uh, which delves into the parallels between punk music and America's pastime. Uh, we're really excited to talk to the film, the, I guess, the director of the film and the, the founder of Shibby Pictures, Mr. Jack Curley. Say howdy. Hey, how's it going? Uh, for those who aren't familiar with your work, you want to drop some knowledge on us? Sure. Well, uh, Shibby Pictures is kind of like the title or umbrella, I guess, whatever. I put out all my movies on. Uh, it's a dude where's usually, my car reference? Yeah, Dude, Where's My Car <laughs> Reference. It's uh, mostly music videos, uh, short films, documentaries, and all of the kind of tied, uh, if not directly tied to punk, then... Uh, made with at least the similar ethics. Yeah, and you've done uh, videos for Leftover Crack, Days and Days, uh, quite a few with Days and Days, uh, Monday Morning Justice, Mischief Brew, Cold Rex, quite a few. Um, and I like going back and looking through some of the old YouTube because it's almost like a uh, like a history of Shibby Pictures. I think <laughs> yeah. it goes back like eight years or something. It's like, like that. a so time you can, capsule. Yeah, you can it really see like is. how much better I got. I would be so it. scared to do that. I'd be looking at the old stuff and just like be 
eaten alive. There's a good line where I don't watch anything before like 2012 for sure. <laughs> good, good. See, I don't know if I'd have the uh, self-control to do that. Uh, you've also made a couple uh, other documentaries. Um, Trying It at Home, which is a fantastic documentary about the DIY scene. Uh, I think anybody that calls punk scene, their, the punk scene home really should uh, be required to watch that because I think it really kind of captures the ethos of our community. Um, and I think I read in an interview, you weren't even really trying to make that as a documentary. It was just like a bunch of clips that you kind of pasted together. Yeah, so that kind of came about where I was just filming a lot of shows uh, where I lived in Savannah at the time. And I was kind of like, oh, I got all this cool footage. And uh, I was like, maybe I should start doing interviews or something just to, you know, have them. So I interviewed like, you know, Frank Turner and Dave McWayne, Jeff Rosenstock, some like these bigger name guys just to have. And I was like, hmm, well, I guess I can make a documentary out of all this <laughs> stuff. All the work so let me, let me deliberately try to make a documentary out of that. I did, and I threw it online. I didn't think people would actually watch it. And, you know, here we are talking about it like four or five years later. <laughs> it is a really good one. Everybody needs to watch that one. Head I would have made YouTube. it better if people, I knew people were going to watch it. That's what I always say. <laughs> premises it with that. Um, were you thinking, like, when you went into making this documentary, Baseball Punks, did you go into it with, like, the intent of making it a documentary? Uh, kind of. I knew I wanted to explore the connection between these two. And then I kind of, as I uh, got further into it, it got a little bit more uh, serious. And it was supposed to just be, like, this, like, five-minute fluff piece or something. Yeah. Like, it, it got really political. It got really serious. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I tried to make it as short and brief as I could, but it... You know, 11 minutes is what it came, that's just what it had to be. Yeah. No, I think it fit pretty well. I thought it, it was wrapped up very nicely. I thought you hit on all the points. Um, and for, I'm sure, I don't even think it's been released yet, so I'm sure nobody's listened to it. But maybe by the time we get this up and published, because we're a bunch of lazy assholes. <laughs> uh, but the, um, the, the movie features interviews with members um, of Bomb the Music Industry, uh, Isotopes, Ramshackle Glory, Pop, Taxpayers, uh, really put in a lot of good information. <laughs> I love their interviews. Uh, and of course it wouldn't be a baseball slash punk mashup documentary if you didn't talk to Scott Radinsky from Pulley. Yeah. He's the what, the coach, the pitching coach for the Yeah, so he's Indians? the bullpen coach for the Angels right now. Angels. He was a last minute, he was a last minute addition because I was trying to get in contact with him for a while and him and I just kept going back and forth, missing each other's emails and stuff like that and dates where, because he travels. So, yeah. every, you know, I tried to catch him on the road and finally was able to catch him on the road in Houston. Uh, it was like right towards the end of the season. We barely made it work. Oh. Just, just squeaked him right in there. That's pretty sweet. I think, I, I don't know if it would have been complete without him because when you think baseball and punk music that's the first yeah thing. i was like i kind of have to get him because if yeah. i don't people are going to ask me why isn't scott radinsky in it <laughs> right you did everybody <laughs> um so how did you come up with the premise of the film because most people really don't put sports and punk together but i thought you did a really good job of you know kind of putting them together and saying this is why they kind of should go together. I mean, I learned a lot while making it. A lot of points were made in that documentary that I did not think of until people were talking and I was like, oh damn. That's cool. That's exactly what I was thinking. One of the parts that that did that to me um, where I just wasn't really, I never really drew the parallels and I forgot who the, the person was that, was that was talking about it but they said, you know, in both more or less, I'm paraphrasing. I said in both, you know, the expectations are kind of low. You know, a, a great hitter in baseball is only doing 30 or 40 percent mm. of his hits. And that's kind of what you think of with punk music. You're never going in with the intent of giving it 100 percent because that's just not what it's about. It's about having fun, making good music. And that's exactly kind of sure. how I felt with it. Yeah, and it was one of those things that I never thought about. But it is kind of apparent. <laughs> uh, what was another um, like favorite parts that, for you, like similar instances? In like uh, in the documentary, yeah, or? yeah, something that you kind of never thought of, and somebody really. Kind of said the, I mean, I kind of thought of the progressive 
political aspect of it, but the more I talk to people about it, the more I really kind of realize how it's there more than, you know, like the NFL or something like that. And like, that's more present in baseball for sure. I agree. It does seem like there's a lot more, even like baseball themed bands out there and songs, which I liked that you kind of kept the soundtrack and tied in the theme. There's at least like what three baseball kind of themed songs in there. And that was great. Um, So how did you get into punk music in general? You're from a smaller town in the South, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of small area. Oh, no, I'm from Boston, actually, a little bit south of Boston. All right. So uh, how did you get into punk then? Obviously, there's a pretty big scene there. The first DIY band I listened to was this band called Chalk Talk. They're uh, an amazing, like, kind of... They, Rice would always describe them as their... We, uh, not Weezer, the Beach Boys, if the Beach Boys sucked. <laughs> they have, like, very, very, like, Weezer-y kind of influence, yeah. like, power pop. Like, and, like, I, I don't know, I just... First time I heard them, I was, like... The fact that there was good bands that weren't, like, huge, huge... Yeah rock stars was awesome like i it's like i went to see them and i was expecting like you know like a at least like a hundred person venue or something and there's like 30 people there <laughs> in a basement i was like this is awesome those are the good ones i'm kind of with you those are the shows i enjoy a lot more um look that's uh that's about it for the interview section i was going to say next time you, if you make a follow-up to this you need to interview my buddies in the lungs they're huge dodger fans I'm actually wearing their shirt with puig on it flipping oh, nice. off the camera <laughs> that's the kind of guys they are that's but awesome. yeah there are a lot of bands just to kind of reinforce your yeah. point you and i know once this comes out i think a lot of people are going to come out of the woodwork about just to me because i've i've had so many people hit me up with the trailer like oh i run this like punk baseball league and yeah and yeah. there's i think there's one in the bay area and stuff i was like i never heard of any of this <laughs> It's pretty amazing. I was going to ask, is there uh, any bands that you feel like you missed in this documentary that you were trying to get in and you didn't? That I mi- I'm sure I'm going to... There there's there was bands I found out during the production that I was able to like get on the comp. Like there's this one called Urban Outfielders and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I mean, you know, it was, you know, I, I'd already had like a 10 interviews and I was like, I, just, I was like, I could keep finding people, but I just kind of need to wrap this up and yeah. finish it. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you were already over the double the time of what you were originally thinking. Do you have another project in the works for uh, the future lined up? Um, Once I get this out, I'm going to do a lot of writing, a lot of outlines. Music videos, I'm just kind of always doing the music video thing. Uh, You know, I I keep wanting to do more short films, but that's just a lot more time consuming, really. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, requires a lot more collaboration and writing. But I think in the fall, I'm going to try to do a feature length film uh, with a DIY musician. Uh, His name's Matt Pless. Sweet definitely keep it like that. a fictional narrative um all right you ready for rapid fire like i said we're going to score you very meticulous all right. this is the most important part of the whole interview uh so uh we know you have a uh, your day job is uh editing uh film for a minor league team right yes uh what's the worst job you ever had because that sounds job? pretty good that's actually the last interview i did they also asked me oh wait i gotta do rapid fire don't i uh, <laughs> uh supermarket then supermarket's <laughs> good uh what is your one of your favorite movies of all time i know it's one of my one. favorites oh yeah. man uh, slacker. All right. Oh, man, that was a classic. One. <laughs> I haven't seen that one in a while. Uh, what is your least favorite baseball team? Least favorite? That'd be the Yankees. I would imagine, <laughs> being from Boston. What is the uh, most interesting thing you've seen uh, while touring? Because you go out on band, uh, go on tour with bands sometimes. You just got yeah. back from one with Whitney Flynn, right? Mm-hmm. Not too long ago. So what's the most interesting thing you've seen out on the road? Uh, when we were in New Zealand, we went to this thing called... Uh, they were called glowworm caves. It's like you go into this completely dark cave and you look up. Yeah, and you just look up and there's like these blue, 
these blue glowing like little worm guys and it's like one of the craziest things i've ever seen i saw something similar but i was on acid <laughs> uh, what, <laughs> uh, what is one band that you would like to direct a video for that you haven't already uh, if I'm gonna go big, I would go like Green Day. Fuck yeah! It's just like huge reach for the stars. If I'm gonna go like small DIY. It'd probably be like Jeff Lewis right now. Okay. Was, I just had him come through town, and we're talking about doing something cool. All right. Who's your favorite baseball player of all time? Your baseball player, uh, Billy Bean. There's this guy called Charlie Zink. Okay. He uh, went to where I went to school, Savannah College of Art and Design. He pitched like five innings for the Red Sox. Has an earned run average of like 83. It was absolutely awful. <laughs> He was number like 63 or something. <laughs> Just a, and he was a knuckleballer. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. All right, last one. If there were a movie made about Chibi, who would play you in the movie? Oh, that's I got that answer. That, there's this dude called Max Therio. If you Google image him, he's a spitting image of me. It, like, if I was a movie star, I would look... That's who, He's the same age as me, too, so it would be perfect. There we, I think we should put that together. We already got the cast sorted out. Um, <laughs> that was really good. I'm giving you probably the highest score that we've ever Ooh. given on these, which I, I don't even keep score. But it's really good. I'm gonna it's really high, trust 97-ish. <laughs> but that was a lot of fun. We really appreciate you uh, taking some time. Uh, pick your brain a little, because normally... We're interviewing bands. We don't know too much about directing. We're pretty <laughs> lowbrow. So that was always really cool. Uh, and my friend Chris, who's a big fan of you, he's really going to be jealous. So tell him, fuck you, Chris. Yeah, yeah. fuck Chris. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You want to close this fucker out? Uh, give us a song that you want us to play from one of your favorite bands that was in the film. And we'll uh, we'll throw a song on the end of this. Wrap Let's it go up. with uh, Gloom Cruise by Walter Etc. Because he just walked by us while we were doing this interview. Gloom Cruise by Walter Etc. You heard the man, Bob. Right. Hit it. Hey. Haven't been excited in a while No, how could I fail young Passing through storms like this Left the dream, woke up tired and lately I Have been working on the perfect lullaby To sing you when you die But I can't finish the curse band of this Take your time now Everything and everyone So much that it hurts And I volunteer as the one To pledge the path of least resistance And carry the burden Of father's sadness, grief, stress and malevolence And we'll harbor it out Because I want you to believe There's magic left in the world Yeah, for you I will take the blue cruise of
That one was Gloom Cruise from Ventura, California's Walter Etc. That's a smooth fucking song. Mm-hmm. That's a smooth fucking band name. Yeah. And speaking of smooth things, that Jack, he sure is a pretty smooth dude. Yeah, that was a fun pictures. interview. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and we were uh, talking earlier, the Emerald House, the place, I don't think I mentioned it in the interview, uh, but the place that we went, little DIY spot in downtown LA, really cool spot. It was fantastic. In fact, uh, it was such a random show. Um, and, uh, I, you know, you never think in a million years, at least I didn't think in a million years, I'd, you know, instantly meet somebody else from there. Um, but I was at a party just last week and uh, the Emerald House got brought up and I was like, no way, the fucking Emerald House. I'm talking about like DIY shows and the, I show up to this DIY show and everyone's playing Smash Brothers in the living room. Yeah. My friend's like, oh yeah, they do that at Emerald Street. I'm like, dude, that's where we were. And it <laughs> yeah. uh, turns out to be, uh, you know, the guy's roommate from college or some shit like that. So That's the cool thing about the DIY scene. Yeah. It's pretty tight. Even Small like nationwide, world. you get a lot of people, even on the East Coast, that right? you run into or hear stories yeah. about. Yeah, but that was a great show. Um, it was really great to go and see all the support for the acoustic acts and uh for jack and you know his music videos and his documentary and what he was doing um i found some new bands that i enjoyed um both the live performances and the music videos that we saw so that was really great i think he did an awesome job with his music videos yeah if you haven't checked out his uh the music videos from shibby pictures um go on youtube type in shibby pictures and check that shit out they've got some really great stuff he was one of those videos he did uh completely in one take um, yeah. I forget which band that yeah. was for, but that was one of the bands that I really liked neat. where it was, you know, this like half hour take. And he said he had to, uh, I think he mentioned it in the interview, right? He had to hop on the hood of the car mm-hmm. or whatever and drive around town. That's fucking awesome, man. He, uh, he did a really good job with that stuff. And then he had the, uh, the one that wasn't even a music video. It was just the sad story. Yeah, you know, whatever. That was kind of cool. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I really plenty of it. content there. You know, yeah. even if you're not into a specific genre of music, there's lots of other stuff to mm-hmm. see there, like the documentary, which yeah. probably by the time this airs will be up. He was um, kind of going around the country and doing screenings, which is what we went to. Um, and Bob doesn't even like sports, but he enjoyed the documentary it itself, great. short and, and sweet and to the point. Um, as a sports and punk fan, which I am, I'm not huge into sports, but I've always grown up in it and I've always followed uh, a couple different sports. I never got into basketball. It's kind of a pussy sport to me. Whoa. Hey, fuck it. That's one of the sports I enjoy. Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) Exactly. My point has just been proven. I like basketball and hockey. Uh, Okay. So I'll give you a little bit of points for hockey. I love hockey. I like. Uh, Hockey was one of my favorites growing up. Football, um, which is slowly starting going out of of, uh, interest to me just because it's starting to get soft. Although my Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl this year. Meh. Yeah, well, I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't imagine you watched the Super Bowl. No, I did not. Um, But yeah, so I liked that he was drawing the parallels in between, you know, sports and punk. There was definitely there, and especially with baseball, it seems more than some other sports. Yeah, it was a great, interesting documentary. Um, Definitely go on YouTube, check it out, type in Shibby Pictures. Type it in, he says. Type it in, I say. He's very demanding. I'm telling you, this is how he acts. search, I say. This is how he acts over text. This is the attitude (laughs) I get. He's very abusive. He's the abusive one in this relationship. You guys think, because of the way I talk to him, that I'm the bad one? This is just a response to his negative attitude. I don't agree. I'm sure you don't. 
What do we got coming up? I think we blew our wad here. We ran two ep- two interviews in one episode. I think this is the first time we haven't had something planned. For I haven't the blown episode. anything, especially not a wad. Uh, you guys aren't looking. He definitely blew his wad. Uh, no plans on the horizon, but I am going to some shows. Uh, Raging Nathans are coming to town. Uh, Luis Distras is coming all the way from the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm doing some stuff. What are you up to? You got any plans? Uh, I have no idea what my plans are other than I know I'm going to go see Protest the Hero next month um, in March. But we'll probably have another podcast out before then, I'd hope. I would hope. So as far as interviews go, I don't know. we got to fucking line something up. Dude. I'm going to swing something. Yeah. We'll make sure we to. have something for you guys. We just don't know what it is at this you're point. Have to. Uh, what do you want to play out with this week, Bob? Uh, I discovered a band that should have been in my albums of the year list. Oh, you found a hidden gem? You I, overlooked I, it. I, I, it's hard, man. There's mm-hmm. so much music that comes yeah, out. It's so, fun. Um, this band I uh, just discovered, I don't know how I discovered it. Um, I, I honestly have no idea. Uh, I was surfing through Spotify and eventually came across, uh, upon this band. They are called Clowns. They came out with an album in 2017, and it was an amazing album. And it would have probably been in the top five had I discovered had it. you only known. Just two months earlier. Uh, all right. Well, we'll tribute them at least. How about yeah. with the, we'll close out episode five uh, with Destroy the Evidence from the nine-track album Lucid Again, which Bob just totally overlooked. Yeah, and you know what? If you guys have a shirt, send it my way. I'll go back and re-edit you... the past episode and throw <laughs> you guys at the top. Bob, you're insufferable. <laughs> All right, let's spin it. Until next time, comrades, stay safe.
That one was Lorelei. Catchy as fuck, wasn't it? You gotta I don't know. Love. I haven't heard it yet. Oh, come on, you piece of shit. <laughs> no, now we're listening to it. And you're, you've got to go back and edit it. <laughs>